Real financial planning is aligning our use of capital with our values. Carl Richards. Welcome to Retirement Mentorship, your mentor to Grant Through Retirement. I'm your host, Freeman Lindy, Certified Financial Planner. Today, Wednesday, October 6th, is World Financial Planning Day. Now, this is not some made-up day like National Fuzzy Slippers Day or some other such nonsense that you see floating around the internet. This is an annual day organized and promoted by the Financial Planning Standards Board, an organization of 27 countries to promote ethical and competent financial planning around the world. The organization in the United States that's part of this board is the Certified Financial Planning Board, where we get the Certified Financial Planner designation. We're going to do our part to help bring awareness to financial planning today by talking about what real financial planning is. Carl Richards is a mentor of mine, and he asserts that real financial planning is aligning your use of capital with your values. And I agree, but what do we mean by planning values and capital? That's coming up on the Retirement Mentorship Podcast. First, the two men tune in, primary points of the podcast, in about two minutes. As we're talking about these things, we need to define what we're talking about. Planning, which is having a vision and going forward with it. Capital specifically time, energy, and money, the things that we get more of and can choose how to spend them, and values, those things that we expressly say are important to us, and also the things that are important to us by virtue of how we actually spend our capital, our time, our money, and our energy. And lastly, we want to talk about alignment. How do you align those things? How do you use financial planning to align your use of capital with your values, the things that you say are important to you and the things that are actually important to you? We're going to be exploring all that in depth on today's episode of the Retirement Mentorship Podcast. If we're going to use financial planning to align our use of capital with our values, what do we mean by this? Let's look at each in turn. First, planning. You can live life by accident. You can wander through it and hope that things go well. You can let other people determine your days, your weeks, your years, and your life. You take only what's given to you and hope that it all works out. You can be reactionary, taking life as it comes And you can be passive, not doing anything about it. Or you can plan for a better life. You can create a vision of what you want your life to be in all of its many domains. There are seven domains in life. They are spiritual, relational, vocational, mental, financial, and recreational. You can have a vision for every part of your life or a vision that encompasses all these parts of your life. You can create goals for how you might bring that vision into reality. You can create a plan to help you achieve those goals. You can stop hoping and you can start planning. On paper, on purpose, figuring out what you want out of life and then a plan to get there. Where are you going and what are you doing to get there? In that list of life domains, you may think that financial planning only applies to the financial portion of it. That'd be short-sighted. Your financial domain funds the other domains of your life. Any of the other domains that cost money, that cost the capital of money, you need your financial domain to help fund. So while financial planning may specifically be in the financial domain of life, it applies to all the others as well. Again, you can be reactionary. You can wander through life, you can hope that good things happen, or you can plan, figuring out what you want and laying out action steps 
for how to get there. So financial planning helps align our use of capital with our values. What is capital? What are we talking about when we say this? Capital is our resources that we have that we can use towards certain ends. There are three types that we're talking about today. Number one is time. Time is the one source of capital that we all have the exact same amount of. No one has more time than anyone else. We have 24 hours in a day, 168 hours in a week. It's the great equalizer. Productive use of time multiplies. Those who have spent their time intentionally over days and decades get much more done with their time today than those who have squandered it. Our use of time does not simply add on top of prior uses of time, it multiplies over time. The time will go by anyway, we might as well invest it rather than wasting it. We all have the same amount of time, and ultimately, we each control exactly how that time is spent. The next capital is energy. If you ever had a 10-hour workday that flew by and you still felt energized at the end of it, but at the same time, a 30-minute conversation that can drain all the energy right out of you. Energy may be correlated with time, but it's not directly attached Typically, as we spend our time in our day, we also spend our energy, but not directly. For one, we don't all reset and get the exact same amount of energy at the beginning of each day as we do with time. We get different amounts of energy. Certain activities drain our energy, and some faster than others, while other activities give you energy. Energy can be invested or wasted. Your energy is not just your time, but also your intention and your capacity. The last capital is money. We all have money. Some of us admittedly have much more than others. And the amount that's coming in is attached in some way to the way that we spend our time and energy. The amount going out is similarly attached, although again, not directly. And like time and energy, money can be invested, spent, or wasted. How are we spending our money? How are we spending our energy? And How are we spending our time? This is our uses of capital. And good financial planning is aligning our use of capital, our use of time, energy, and money to align them with our values. So what are our values? In my opinion, there are two types of values. There are explicit values and implicit values. Explicit values are those values we express to ourselves and to others. These are the things that sound good and that we know we should value. Faith, family, friends, and things like that. Ask anyone what they value and you will get a list of positive qualities. I value friendship. I value hard work. I value I value loyalty. Whatever it is, they will always be positive things, the ideal versions of ourselves. These are our explicit values, those that we express both to ourselves and to others. But then there are implicit values. These are the things that we truly value as evidenced by the way we currently spend our capital. Often positive, but sometimes not. And sometimes our implicit values can be far off from our explicit values. We say, for example, I value my relationship with my kids, but our after-work energy goes to our hobby, because in truth, we don't actually value time with our kids, we value leisure and fun. 
We say, I value hard work, but we spend six hours a day on our phones and on Netflix. Because ultimately, we value entertainment, and we only work so that we can be further entertained. We say, I value my spouse, but our annual spending reports show that we spent less than 1% of our money on any experiences together. Our track time shows that we spent an average of two hours per week in quality time together out of 168 and we put zero energy into books, classes, conferences, or even deeply thinking about our marriage and how to make it better. Because implicitly, we value the status we get at our jobs, the personal expenditures and comfort we buy with our money, and a host of other items that we would rather spend our time on. We say we value our spouse, but the way we spend our time, our energy, and our money says otherwise. Jesus said 2,000 years ago, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Meaning where you spend your money reveals what you actually care about. Ditto for time and energy. If real financial planning is the aligning of our use of capital with our values, how do we align them? All of this might start to sound like it's outside of the realm of financial planning. How is financial planning supposed to cure the cognitive dissonance we have between what we say we value and what we actually value? This sounds like we need a certified family counselor, not a certified financial planner. To some degree, this is outside the realm of financial planning. But in other ways, it's exactly what financial planning is for. Whether you believe Jesus was God or just some guy, you must admit that he had some brilliant quotes. And the one above is just such a quote. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I believe that has two meanings. Number one, which we already talked about, where you spend your money reveals what's important to you. Regardless of what we say is important to us, where we actually spend our money reveals what truly is. I don't know how we can claim that our spouses are important to us if we spend zero money on them. And if you spend more money on your golf game than you do on your kids, we know which one you care about more. But there's a second meaning. Spend your money deliberately and those things will become important to you. If you take time to reflect on your explicit and implicit values, you will likely notice a massive gap between them. I think all of us will. But if you reflect further and decide that what you really want most is for your explicit values to be your true values, then the best way to do that is to align your use of capital with those values. You say you value your spouse and you really want to. Great, let's plan to budget a greater amount towards activities and experiences just with your spouse. You say that you value time with your kids, and you really want to spend more time with them. Awesome, let's make a plan to reduce your expenses and maybe even your retirement savings so that you can work less and spend more time with them. You say that you value your church's community and mission, but you're not contributing to it at all. Great. Let's make a plan to use qualified charitable distributions to support them more. You say that you value this, that, and the other thing, but you spend too much time on your phone and on Netflix. Great. Let's get you a track phone and cut out all your subscriptions. You'll save time and money, both of which can be applied to your plan and toward your true values. The best way to align your implicit values with your explicit values is to align your use of capital with those values. And the best way to do that is to make and follow a plan that aligns those uses. 
I also believe that there are other implicit values that we have that are positive. These two should be incorporated into your plan to support your values. Here are some examples of implicit values that you may have. I believe that I know how to spend my money better than the government does. Great. Tax planning, as a part of financial planning, can help you align your values by reducing the amount going to the government and thereby increasing the amount supporting your true values. Here's another one. I believe that my money and assets should go directly to my children and charities when I pass and not to the greedy hands of attorneys and politicians. Great. Estate planning can help you do that. I believe that I work hard for everything I have and I don't want to lose it all in the event of an accident. Great. Then get the proper insurance. I believe that I want my money working as hard for me as I have for it. Great. Then you need an investing plan. Whether through the technical side of financial planning, tax, estate, insurance, and investment planning, or the qualitative side, such as giving up something now for something else later, financial planning can help you align your use of capital with your values. It is when we are living up to and living out our values that we find meaning and satisfaction in life. Financial planning can help. So on this World Financial Planning Day, take a step toward living out your values. Start your financial planning journey. We did a series on creating a financial plan starting in episode 24 if you want to find out how to do your own financial plan. Or in episode 33 shows you how to find someone who can help. We'll be back on Friday with some more action items. But in the meantime, think about how you can start spending your capital, your time, your energy, and your money, and have it greater align with your true values. The best way to do that is with a plan. Happy World Financial Planning Day, and we'll see you on Friday. This podcast is educational only and is not intended to be investment, legal, or tax advice or recommendations, whether direct or incidental. Again, this is not investment advice. Consult your financial, tax, and legal professionals for specific advice related to your specific situation. Never take investment advice from someone who doesn't know you and your specific situation. All opinions expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the speakers expressing them. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Retirement mentorship is not affiliated with or controlled by any registered investment advisor, broker-dealer, or other financial services company.